We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Saturday, the 19th day of February, the year of our Lord, 2022. I am Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. And it's going to be Bruce Adams and Ned today, not me. I'll be running the board uh, for you guys, but I'm not going to be here. So I thought I would just do a quick intro, introduce you guys, and let you guys uh, let you guys take off. So um, nice to see you guys. Uh, I'll ask you before I leave because it's just tradition. Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive, as usual. And Ned, how are you? Full of beans. It's great. It's windy. It's lovely out here. Air lights. Love it. Fantastic. Well, I have absolutely positively no idea what you guys have planned. I didn't ask. I told you that you could do whatever you wanted to do. So I look forward to listening to it on the other side. Without further ado, good luck, guys, and have a great podcast. I'll see you at the end. Right. So where do you want to begin? I don't know. I need to catch up on stuff. I did um, did listen to the game theory thing the other day. It was quite interesting, actually. Yeah. What were your thoughts on that? I thought it was, I, I have fun doing the little theory things and kind of playing. Stuff yeah, we have all our, yeah, no, we have all our ideas. We, I mean, we've spoken about it over the years and things like that. And um, yeah, it is working out who's behind it all, who's behind it all, because we decided a long time ago, once you're a face, you're the, you know, you're over, you're over. You're a scapegoat for them. I mean, looking at Trudeau, he's going to burn himself out. Yep. Because he's, he's pushed it too far now. He's, he's pushed it too far. And I think the only thing that keeps him him going is he's frightened that um, those that are behind and pushing aren't going to appreciate his failure to achieve what he set out to do. And he well, really deserves to fall flat on his face because he is a horrible man. I agree. The The thing, the thing with Trudeau, um, some of the stuff he's pushing, uh, we kind of mentioned it yesterday. He only has a week. So the emergency powers he's able to get only last a week until he gets Parliament's approval. If Parliament jumps on board with what he's doing, then it'll be 30 days that he'll be able to enact these powers. And basically, he's able to violate everything to do with their constitution, um, anything and everything. If he wants to go in and uh, like seize people's bank accounts, uh, uh, and all, uh, technically he can do that under this. Uh, provision. But there's a lot of advocacy groups and whatnot that have stood up and said, like left leaning, these guys are socialist Marxist, that side of the aisle. And they're like, you cannot do this. This is unconstitutional. There is no grounds for you. You haven't even met the criteria to to uh, enact this. So oh, in the emergency powers haven't got is, that bad. Things yeah. haven't even got that bad. It's just because he won't speak to his own people. Oh, you probably. don't, think, you, you don't just, think it was it was good that when he said, uh, uh, if you're vaccinated, uh, you'll get two minutes with me per trucker. And if you go and get vaccinated, I'll give you five minutes per trucker. You don't think that was good enough talking to the... 9% of them vaccinated. It wasn't about the vaccine. So yeah, that, exactly. that, that just makes a farce of what he said anyway. I don't know whether you've been watching any of what's been going on in Parliament, but such a shouting match went on the other day when he stood up and called the opposition Nazis. 
Oh, yeah. Standing then, with the swastika. And, yeah. and then wouldn't apologize, even yeah. though he was asked three times and then he just walked out. Where, where, it, where, did, where does he get off on that? And and the and the the woman that was on just before him, the uh, she was LGBT community and Jewish at the same yeah. time, and he calls her standing with the swastika. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know how how deeper of an insult you could get in that sense. Yeah, that was that was very insulting. And then, as you said, um, the other delegate to stand up and say you need to apologize, and gave him three chances, and he wouldn't do it. Oh. Um, he just doubled down, and and uh, it's. Do they have, do you know if they have a, we were, we were trying to look for this yesterday uh, on the fly. Do you know if they have any kind of like, um, they're able to replace him, recall him or, or. Um, speaker, the actual speaker of the house could have done something then. And he sidestepped it. He said, if I feel the need to, I will. And he had, he had considerable power to sort it out then, but he didn't either. And that That is another worrying point. He's over. If he gets away with this, Canada is going to be divided. Yeah. I mean, America in itself is very close to division. I mean, there's extremes on both sides, but the people are just going to listen to each other now because they've polarized societies deliberately to create these sort of situations. And whether the people are vaccinated, unvaccinated or whatever. I mean, in Britain, I took my daughter to um, uh, the surgery, the local surgery, local doctors, because I had to take her in there to get a blood tested. I walked in there to book something for her. I didn't have a mask on. Other people had masks on. They didn't ask me. Not worried about it. You go around the supermarkets, you go whatever now. It's, well, they've pulled it right back, given it. Oh, yeah, they finally realized. I mean, even in Denmark and everywhere else, the actual medical side, the scientific side has changed. Like we said, it would. People that are in hospitals are vaccinated. One of my neighbors that right at the beginning, they said, oh, you better get vaccinated or he's preaching, whatever. And I went, well, you're medically dependent. I haven't got a problem with that. You don't have to preach at me. Oh, I thought you were intelligent or whatever. Him, his wife and his kid are all in lockdown. They're vaccinated, they're boosted, they're whatever. And I went to his door, said, your bin's falling over in the wind. The top's broken on it. I've tucked it out of the way. And he's there with holding back. He goes, don't, don't bother. Don't come in. Don't whatever, because we're all isolated. And I went, I'm not really worried about that, mate. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know, is there anything you want? Anything you need? Do the, do you know, do, the neighborly thing but it was just karma it was just i went oh all your scientific people i, t- I tell you talk about scientific it's a shame that a nobel prize winner died i know he was 89 he died the other day didn't he february 10th was it yeah he was um worried about what would happen with the vaccine and how it'd have side effects on people and what it would bring out yes he was very controversial but whether he was controversial due to his age or due to what he thought whatever fundamental point was there was something suspect there and that's what he was shouting about and that's what everyone's been shouting about and oh some doctors are now looking a grouping together to look into other vaccines that have been used over the year and seeing if they've got any efficacy of in good or not and one of the biggest ones that's fallen off the shelf is the whooping cough one and it's saying and you're looking through the history of it and as the papers came out and i was reading them and following their trail back and it sounded so so similar and it was giving it whooping cough a lot of kids that were starting to get it or show signs of it the vaccinated ones and they're giving it these vaccines seems to be more detrimental than not in the long run so it's starting then 
So obviously people are starting to give it, this is a lot of doctors have had to, well, they've either been pushed aside, shut up or just naysayed, called names, whatever. Now they're doing their own stuff, they're doing their own research, they're doing it on the side and they're compiling all, all different things. And the only good outcome out of this is uh, hopefully they'll teach people man-made, a lot of man-made medications, although there is a necessity to some of it, there is a big unnecessary overuse of it as well. So we've got this medically dependent society and yeah, we, we create our own demons. That's what we do. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah, and we rely, I mean, out of this, one thing I feel sorry about is who is going to be able to trust a doctor? Because the fallout is going to be ridiculous. Because the people have got to keep pushing for transparency and say, okay, what, where's this going? I mean, the European Medical Society is looking into the extreme effects on young women or any woman's menstrual cycle now because it's pushing them in all directions. And they're looking into that and they're giving it and there's going to be a lot of fallout. It's going to be a horrendous amount of fallout. And what we've got to be wary of is there's a lot of, in the sports world, and even on German telly, there was that lady that um, was an advocate for the vaccine and Four mandates. either had yeah. a stroke or a heart attack in front of the camera. It, I mean, it, it, yeah, it looked like a stroke because she <laughs> uh, she started having drooping on one side. Uh, the the one eye was fluttering or somewhere uh, along know. the line. That you can guarantee that some bots went across the brain membrane and just whoomph. She was done and gone. But the th- and hopefully, I really hope. I I don't know whether she's come out of that. I haven't heard anything. It's been silent. But this is what people have been falling over. We had um uh, a fan at one of the football pitches fell over we've had sports people fall over and they just say cardiac problems now this sort of thing i mean we've we've, we've got to like i said before compile this list of what was the normal numbers statistics for medical problems in all manner of variants before and now after and you're going to find a serious load of cardiac problems blood problems you know we, we, we're gonna yeah, I, I mean it's like um uh, they get worried when young children um, up to adults uh, have stomach pains and things like that, and they shift them off to the hospital to get checked up for appendicitis. Um, and that is standard now, and it's only happened within the last six months yeah. because it happened to mine, and I had to get her up, and I said, well, why is this? Oh, it's something we've got to do now. Thankfully, she didn't have appendicitis, but it's amazing how it went from, oh, okay, and then shot straight up there. I mean, that's that's uh, that's quite an extreme, and that's that's when it gets worrying. So we we don't even know. That is the biggest worrying thing everybody had about it. Yeah, and the more they shove the boosters in, and at more regular times, the more our immune system hits. We, we're just struggling. We're just physically struggling, and the payload is too much. We also to that the immuno stuff. Uh, we also have doctors that are trying to push free HIV tests now in, mm. in various places. And it's interesting that um, the alpha variant of the um, COVID virus and also the vaccines all have a similar spike protein to HIV. And that was one of the things that they noted. The, in fact, the Australian vaccine that they, when they tried to make their own, they had positive HIV tests coming from the uh, vaccine recipients. 
I found it interesting that um, they're now trying to hand out free HIV tests now that everybody's taken the jab, and that's one of the oh, possible that's side what effects. Our Nobel Prize winner did the man who found or part found. Remember, he had to share it because there was a massive argument in his lifetime. He said it was him who discovered HIV, the retrovirus. And one of the last things he said before he popped his clogs was, I suggest everybody gets tested for AIDS if you've been vaccinated. And that's quite a thing to say, really. You know, I mean, he obviously he's 89 and he's lived his life and then he's still showing a concern. You know what I mean? So he didn't have to speak up. He didn't have to say anything. He could have quite, he, he knew that he was on his end days. He could have quite quietly just rolled along and might even had a few more year or two or whatever. But no, he got exasperated about it and he just had to say something. And I don't think he probably is wrong either because it is, if it is going to show signs of all different manner. It's like, why do the vaccinated seem to show signs of COVID quite readily? The variants, you know, it, it's like, it's scary. It's scary. But I mean, that, that's, that's the vaccine. That, 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 that is COVID. The thing is, the world is going to want that to be silenced now because it's done its part. But that is one thing we've got to keep looking for answers because it's not going to be a short-term effect, is it? It's, it's going to be a, it's, it's going to be continuous. It's, it's, it's this fallout's going on, going on for a few years here before everybody compiles what's been going on. One thing you can be sure of, no one's going to be held to account because of uh, emergency status umbrella, pandemic umbrella, the law say nobody can be held to account for death. And that's the warning we gave out before. It, in several countries in the law, it says under pandemic law, nobody can really be held accountable. And it's wrong. It, it, it's, it's got to be wrong because uh, as a species, we, we are capable of extremes. That's good and bad. Hey, you take your, <laughs> what is that wonderful little line your Anthony Fauci come out with? And he said, yes, I did say some noble lies so that people would take the vaccine. What the hell is a noble lie? A noble lie is, hang on, I lied because of something I believed. What you believe isn't necessarily right. A noble lie? So you did it to force people in a direction to take an untested drug. Wow. And then say, well, yeah, I did. And then just carry on with life as if, whoa. I mean, thousands kind of, of people. sounds like malpractice to me. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Thousands of people have died. I mean, you, you take um, a small American town, yeah? A few thousand people. More than that have been wiped off the map, you know? I remember a discussion way back in the beginning. Somebody said on air, they went, well, you know, and this is when people, rightly, they believed in their art. They believed in what they were being told. They believed in the vaccine. They believed in the medical judgment. And they went, well, if three people died in the, to save a thousand, wouldn't that be acceptable? No, was my answer. No, one life is too much. If you, if you, get, if you start thinking of acceptable and collateral damage and you stop thinking of people and you can try and stop it, no, no, it's not acceptable. But it was greater numbers than that. And it's very, very scary. And what do you say to the, those people that have lost people? It's just, you can guarantee that all the um, yellow cards and people that are collecting data about who's died from what to what, we know that governments love to 
juggle the numbers, say the least. I mean, they are. They're disguised one way or another. They'll, they'll, they'll word it in such a way where they're not openly lying. But they're not telling the whole truth. So if you take a number that's come out, you can guarantee that that number is probably short by quite a considerable amount. Well, that that's not even including. So we're talking about the vaccines and pushing it. One of the things they didn't push was exercise, proper diet, uh, proper amount of uh, sunlight, you know, those kind of things. And they, they also, that way. well, in the very beginning they did. And then they started pushing uh, the vaccines. And then, and and then, then it was locked down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one of, one of the things that uh, was also failed was the early treatments. Um, so whether it's ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, there's um, uh, another one that starts with a C. Uh, I, I can't think of it offhand. But anyway, they, they're using those with uh, zinc to stop the replication of the, the virus in your system. So it was, it was an early treatment. Uh, the doctors that are using those early treatments, they have all said it's about an 85 to 90 percent success rate. So uh, the, the, the people they use it on, I, they've had like uh, uh, one doctor said he's treated something like 20 some thousand people or something like that with COVID. His practice has. And of of that practice, they've only had like six or eight deaths from COVID. And there's been 20,000 plus uh, positive cases. And he said the entire reason that we've had such a success rate is because we treat COVID early. And all the doctors are saying it's at least 86%. If that is true, and it's at least 86%. In this country, we have something like 800,000 people that have died from COVID. It's like 850 or nine, I don't know, somewhere in that range. But if you would have done these early treatments, uh, we would not see nearly that much death. Even, even if it was half the number they were saying. And it was, yeah, that, it was, you know, it, why? 50. It's, you've got more than just one doctor's practice. I mean, I was reading about some of the doctor's practices over there. They created inhalers for people who, to, to help them because it's a respiratory problem, yeah? They had them set up. They worked on their own patients because there were small practices and they didn't have a problem. And every time they tried to publish this or pass it on to each other, the FDA warned them, shut them down. What right is that? Governors even governors yeah. were barring uh, the the sale or the um, sale and prescription of ivermectin for COVID or hydroxychloroquine. They were barring these doctors from from administering these drugs. Why? Why? The only conclusion, the only thing I can come to the conclusion of is you were trying to kill people. I, I don't know of any other conclusion than it's, that. It's it's a horrible thing to say. It's well, it's a horrible thing to say, but it's. It's the bigger picture, isn't it? It's worse than that. They weren't even seeing, when it comes to large scale, they're treating people as numbers. They're not treating people as people. They're not trying to kill people. They don't even see them as people. This is like the end justifies the means. Then you've got to work out what the end is. The end for them would be, um, it's, it's got to be a controlling aspect to change of society. And this is how it is proposed to be. But you don't, Societies don't change for the better by treading on others because it goes wrong. It will go wrong one way or another because humans, yeah, they're used to being trodden on, but then eventually it really goes dark and that's when it all goes wrong. Maybe they want chaos out of this because at the moment it is chaos. It is chaos. I, if they want a divided Canada, they're getting that. They're getting a divided America. Europe, Europe is starting to move in a positive way in many ways you've still got that really you've got this dark central 
area like a, a cyst on an animal's back called Germany. And they are really, I mean, they are putting their people down really hard. And I, I really don't get it. it. It's like if you hold out, for what? For what? Because it's just going to be worse. I personally don't understand how the police, which are basically made up of normal people, can actually do this to their own. They must have families. It must be related to some of the people they're doing it to. That goes for Canada. That goes for anywhere. Hopefully, the lull that's in the UK isn't a lull before another storm. But we, we do know that the idea of the gameplay and everything is COVID, for them, is coming to an end. Now they want to form their next crisis. That one-step crisis after another. The Ukraine was laughable. It's happened before. Okay, you can't run that bunny past us again. I'm sorry. It's getting boring. But there's going to be food crisis. There's going to be home crisis, living crisis, land crisis. And it's all going to be controlled by the people who will buy it all up and who will have the control on it. Farmers, I mean, I feel sorry for them because they need to not end over to the movement of genetic organisms because they're going to be in a total control aspect. If science wants to go that way somewhere, fine. But not everybody wants that. Even even when it's proven, it's got to be of such a level where the control aspect has to be taken out of it. Because once a farmer bends over and goes, okay, yeah, that sounds good. That means I can have a crop every year, but then I've got to buy and reseed it at a cost from you guys. And if you don't supply it to me, I don't even get a crop. So I've put myself totally at your behest. And I have a signed paper here to say that you'll really treat me nicely and be nice to me every year in year out. <laughs> What's that going to be worth? Well, I'll tear it up and yeah. wipe his ass with it and just throw it away. To the, the, the vaccine stuff and kind of online with what you're saying about control. Um, what if, for example, uh, the vaccine has side effects that require medical treatment for the rest of your life? Um, you're going to be fairly complicit with your uh, medical provider, are you not? And in many countries, it's the government that provides that. They're trying oh, to yeah. do that here in the U.S. They want the government to give uh, the medical care. And if that's the case, um, again, social credit, that, that is another medium for social credit to uh, you know, enact their control. You, you either do as the government says, or you don't get medical care, which yeah. means you may end up dying, which is, again, proper diet and exercise. Those, that alleviates so many different problems that people have. Uh, and yet Americans as a whole don't get enough exercise. I think it's only like 25% or a third of the country actually America. gets uh, exercise. It's just not America. It is, it is quite uh, predominant in, the, in a lot of the Western world. And that's where they've got the people. Now, the people can either say, oh, yeah, no, I'm not like that. I'm okay. I'm healthy. La, 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 la. And they can actually think and say whatever they want. But the heads up is, it's like, hang on, remember, we used to say, we're going to work hard all our lives as so we got something hand over to our children. Right? So in a similar vein, they need to go, I'm going to teach my kids, even though I'm a medical wreck, proper way to come up so they're healthy. And if it's the only thing I can do is say, you don't want to end up like me, I'd be honest. That would be honest. And that would show strength you are that show your backbone and if your kids can hit, lead a healthy life yeah do it pull your kitchen a bit get rid of all the crap realize that you don't really need probably half the pops and pills and things you have in the cabinets or 
the papers out and see when it says you could um, either have constipation or you could have diarrhea. Why is it saying the opposite? Or you could have this or you could have that. Or This doesn't make sense. If it doesn't make sense, try to live without it. Try to live without it. Find there are doctors, there are people out there. We weren't always like this. We, we used to eat what we wanted. And you can eat what you want. That's the thing. When we've had all these adverts like coffee's bad for you, dairy's bad for you, and then a few years down the line, oh, coffee's good for you because it's not bad for your heart. Oh, dairy's not bad for you. Lamb is one of the better meats, although it's a fatty meat. Normal cheddar's good for you. But it's like everything is okay in moderation. Yeah? It's like everything. It's when they go down the lines of, oh, smoking's terrible for you. And then if you ask yourself, the honesty of it is, it was the way it was put together. People have smoked. Some of them still smoke. But there is a simplistic thing within a cigarette design that the manufacturers put in there. It was sugar. And the burning of the sugar with the nicotine created the scary stuff. That is why people still vape with nicotine. The burning of the sugar. Sugar is a naughty thing. It's in everything. And it overloads your system and I, it, without even knowing. To your point, I was trying to find a loaf of bread that had no sugar in it, no added sugar. Ah, You, you can't do it unless you want to pay $8 a loaf. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, the keto stuff is the only thing you can find that has no added sugar in the bread. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's for, for, for the listener, if you don't know, four grams of sugar is those little packets that you get, you know, at restaurants that you can put in your beverage or whatever. I don't know if you, if they do that over there, but they, they do that here. Um, that's four grams of sugar. Uh, one slice of bread, um, is anywhere from one to two grams of sugar. So if mm -hmm. you eat a sandwich, you've had one of those packets of sugar yep. just from the bread alone. Exactly. Thing is they people, I mean, we don't go, I mean, we don't go down looking at all the labels in the shops or whatever a lot of time unless we go hmm sometimes though what you find out i even started putting sugar into a lot more cereals than what they used to and so you go down and i went oh, that's interesting go down the cheap end of say um wheat type blocks yeah if you get the name brand there's a lot more sugar in them you get the cheapy brand there's a lot less oh that's interesting and i went hmm and then you take both brands home and you try and see what they're like. But why Why cigarette companies decided that by adding this to a tobacco, there was this form of addiction or they liked it. And what was their next step? They bought up fizzy drinks companies. Sugar is the thing to go for. And it still seems to be that way. We haven't clamped down on it enough because we are hurting our own people. We've got naysayers about everything i don't know uh, the, the one thing that well the one thing i do know is that uh, media media has got such a, a tight rein on it that anything can be said anything can be pushed it's i mean we said that they're going to hike the cost of living up they're going to want to put everybody in debt they want the zero asset culture they've created the zero asset culture People cannot afford it. People cannot afford to get places on their own generally. Definitely in this country, they can just afford it with somebody else. Um, and yet, what will they get after that? They, even if they manage to achieve that, uh, they're tied down by this mortgage. And then the cost of living is exponentially going up very quickly at the moment. It is, And people are noticing it. They, they might be grumbling, but 
it's it's something that has become acceptable. It's like the price of fuel has gone through the roof. It never goes back, does it? I mean, in this country, we're used to it. So it would have gone up a certain percentage in this country, but it's got gone up exponentially in yours. In America, it's just yeah. mental. Yeah, and that's because of Biden's policies that he enacted right when he came into office. They're not allowing any leasing on federal lands anymore. Um, they're trying to cut back. Basically, we were energy independent under Trump. He got us to independence, which hadn't been achieved in a very, very long time. And then when Biden came in, he completely obliterated it. Now mm-hmm. gas prices are skyrocketing. The whole reason that we got out of 2008 the, uh, as quickly as we did here in the States is literally because of fracking, because of fracking. And as, as much as people uh, hound upon fracking and how evil and bad it is, well, you have the economic status you have now because of fracking, at least here in the States. So the, the fact that the, the gas prices have gone up, uh, again, you can thank Biden for uh, the policy changes that he did. Uh, and on top of that, also the, the federal gas tax and all of that. So, yeah. It's, it is, it's just gone. I mean, I don't know how America hasn't just sunk under the weight of all that madness that you've been under at the moment. I, um, I don't. Uh, we, we don't understand either. Seeing as we've printed 140 trillion that we know of within the last 12 years and dumped it into the world markets, I have no idea how this system is still floating. It does not make any sense at all. No, but it's it's the the controlling the the there's some whiz kids with some controlling mechanisms. At at one point, they must be just oh, we'll write that off. We'll write that off. We'll just yeah, okay. Let's press enter <laughs> on your keyboard. All right, that's that's better. Can't see that anymore. That, that's basically all that's happened. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole reason stock market hasn't crashed and we haven't seen, you know, the the turmoil there as much as we had is because of the algorithms. Uh, it, you could see that beginning of last year, the whole um, uh, GameStop AMC uh, debacle that went on in the stocks um, that was stopped by algorithms. And you would have seen a much um, different outcome in that scenario. Uh, there would have been a lot of people that made a lot more money and hedge funds would have went under if it hadn't been for the fact that they put those stops in place. I, I, I don't like it. I'm, I'm a free market guy. I don't like the markets being controlled, centralized like this. Um, but at the same time, we're in the thick of it now. Um, we're in a point of, I, I think we're past the point of no return when it comes to this. If it, if, if, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, I agree. If it wasn't for these algorithms uh, and and these, um, you know, the the eggheads keeping things afloat, it it wouldn't stay. I mean, we would be under right now, I I think. No question. The the economy would have collapsed. But the thing is, is we would have burned off all the dead weight. That that is where I have a bit of an issue with it. In 2008, if we would have allowed everything to crash and, you know, gone through all that, you would have burned off the dead weight. if If you'd had a proper recession, you mean? Yes. If you'd had a proper recession, not a, a made-up controlled scenario, no, I I totally agree. But I mean, it's 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 not finished yet. We've had two years of kids not being able to do their final exams to go on to possible further education. Has anybody has anybody at any of their governments come up with a strategy to actually allow them to hang on, either have an extra year at school or we'll pay for your education? You can have a year at college or whatever. No one said nothing. Sorry, guys. Um, that's a bit unlucky, wasn't it? it? Just didn't happen. And that's it. Two years of youngsters 
They must be screaming. They're they're having increased suicide rates among kids. Um, They're having a bunch of psychological problems. Uh, The social uh, dysfunctions they have, you know, not being able to interact with other people. Uh, Just the all the information they lost. Yeah, Yeah. all the all the fundamental stuff you learn in school. They're they're losing, and there hasn't been any plans. Though here (laughs) we have the teachers' unions coming in and saying. Oh, we have to continue masks. We have to continue doing uh, learning, uh, you know, by via Zoom or whatever. We, we, we can't we can't go in person. And you have other states, red states going, we're open again. Kids are in school. They're unmasked. So there literally is two Americas here. There literally is two uh, right yeah, now. There is. And it's, there is. it's really it's really disconcerting in a, because there, there is no unifying before we kind of had unifying tenants, uh, almost like the. Uh, uh, I, I stumbled one day and said 10 commandments of our constitution, but that's literally what it is. It's the uh, Bill of Rights. That is the 10 rights that everybody should basically agree on as Americans. And we don't have that anymore. We, we don't have everybody agreeing on those 10 rights anymore. They're, they're wanting to stifle, just looking at the first one, they want to stifle freedom of speech. They want to dictate, censor what you can say. And uh, I'm sorry, freedom of speech is literally freedom of speech. That is an absolute. That is a anything you want to say, you can say it. That uh, and I'm an I'm an absolutist well, actually, in that. Yeah, well, no, free speech enables people to discuss things and actually change their minds. I mean, if somebody could come to an unvaccinated person and give them or talk them round or give them purpose to change their mind, or an unvaccinated person went to a vaccinated person and changed their mind, that's what free speech is about. It's actually coming from two absolutes or two different sides and that's what they teach them at university they teach them well what they'd go well what do you believe in and they deliberately give you the opposite to argue about so that you argued the point you were the devil's advocate yeah so that to enable you to actually debate anything be able to talk about it yeah whether you agree to or not but you had to do it and a wonderful exercise because then a lot of people would do it with a smile on their face. Some people, okay, couldn't. But the idea was to be able to stand up and be able to talk about any subject. Whereas now you can't actually talk about any subject unless it is, I mean, some people must be losing hope. We used to have shows where people used to deliberately play devil's advocate. They'd get people on and they played devil's advocate just to get the point across. Even they've been towing the line. And the worst thing of all, what's happened to our comedians? What's happened to comedy? I mean, that was that was the one all and be all of being able to shake the tree, no matter which way it was. Because if you don't laugh, you're not going to live that long, I'm afraid. It's just not. It, you're just going to, your toes are going to come up because you're just going to slowly get wound up. It's all just going to build up and it's going to be a really grey day. You know, you've got to be able to see, um, uh, even if it's the dark humor in things. I mean, don't get me wrong. Someone is pulling a very clever coup on the human race here, a very clever one. And it's got to a point where things aren't, things are changing. Things are changing. They're never going to be the same. They are never going to be the same. I mean, whatever we pull back out of this, whatever changes there are, no, no matter what, whether Trudeau crumbles, whether the the liberal side of things that say it's a democracy, it's 
democratic and it's just not. It's more dictatorial. And if that crumbles, it doesn't matter even if it crumbles, it's not going to be the same because people are going to go, this can't happen again. It's a life changer. And we really, the next decade is going to be very, very strange and very awkward. And this is like World War II when people were really badly abused and things went wrong there. You've got to another point in our life where there's a hell of a lot of numbers here of people on a worldwide scale have been affected by this. So this is massive crossroads. This is, I don't think people understand it because they've been shut down. They have been shut down. And it's like, not until towards the end of the Second World War did they realise how bad things are being done. And it's not until now when people are starting to give it, really? I haven't heard anything about that. You know, there's formats for people to look at. It's it's like, if you can't get on your... um. If you can't get media, it, there is it's still out there. Even platforms like YouTube, which shut people down, there are still people able to use YouTube if they use the right language. If they do the filming and don't add too much hard language to it and just let people see what they want to do. Like I said to you the other day, Zot, lovely. It is nice. There's people out in there. If people go onto YouTube, put Zot in, you will find some independent news about Canada from Canada. You'll be able to have a look at things. Pick your own mind up, stuff like that. In this country, we've got our own little funded newspaper that I wasn't aware of straight away. It got it started to get funded by people September 2020, and it's called thelightpaper.co.uk. You can see it digitally. I actually put it to paper. But once again, it's just information. It's stuff for people to read or look at. And people have got to start looking for this information. Because if they don't look look for it and make their own mind up, your media is not going to tell you. Uh, Johnny just sent me a message. Um, it, the timing that uh, of this message was quite impressive. But he's obviously not here. Uh, but he just sent a message saying Zot was just arrested in Ottawa. <laughs> the time really? of that. yeah yeah uh it had to happen it had to happen because they're out in the snow they were looking they were worried because truckers have been moved away and they, they a lot of the truckers that they knew have either been arrested or moved on or whatever and yeah it was out in the snow yeah but there'll be a lot of previous stuff of them of it up there but there will still be information and it is personal talk to real people real people as, as much as they push the wording of racism, Nazism, swastika, there's none of that. What they're spouting, what Trudeau is spouting, even against his own government, is just so daft. And it is a real people funded by real people. And it is a people's movement saying, can you just stop the mandates? We're all, well, 90% of the truckers are vaccinated. It was not about a vaccine, so they could never pull that one. The guys are vaccinated. Even it's quite amusing. Like like I said, even to the point where the truckers were coming up to the border and the stop points, and they're being let through. And they said, "Well, why didn't you stop us?" Well, I already know you're vaccinated. I've seen it. That means the information from their phones, from the actual COVID passports, are automatic. So they couldn't stop them. They went through because they were vaccinated. So fifty thousand trucks. Went one way, vaccinated, followed by people or people giving them food along the way. All these people cannot be wrong. They're just very upset people and they just want 
lives back normality. Yeah. And singular person or a few in power just don't want to release what they see as their power. There's well, no power there. Trudeau and his uh, finance minister, I believe, are both part of the World Economic Forum. They're both yeah, they young global leaders. And yes. the finance minister is, um, uh, I believe she is on the board of the World Economic Forum as well. So yeah, she stood up and backed him up the other day once he'd left Parliament. And it, it was really quite pathetic. No, it was disgusting what he said. And it was really, <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, it's it's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, if people could actually just look at it and see how he just continued just, oh, it was, the rhetoric was just, and then just to walk out. The speaker himself would have said, well, yes, you've left, you've left parliament for good now. Thank you very much. And just shut the door behind him. What That's what they should have done. Can we get on with this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there. Canadians have got a hard job. You've got a hard job. I don't exactly know what's going on behind closed doors in the UK at the moment. It's just smoldering and hmm, got to wait and see. Got to wait and see. I think there's a lot of smoldering going on, waiting to see what happens to Canada. That is a major, major event. Canada, which has to be point where everything changes, it has to, because then that will flow south. They have to stifle it now. Uh, they being the, the the power elite, they have yeah. to stop this uprising now because, as you said, it will filter off and go to other countries. Um, oh, I mean, these already. are Canadians. These are uh, yeah, it's nice already started to filter. But the world's yeah. nice people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> they they're are. standing up and saying this is enough. Uh, I, I'm again, I'm ashamed that Americans weren't the first ones to push for this. Uh, I, as a filthy American. Um, I, I, I am ashamed that it's not my country that didn't stand up and do it first uh, and push for freedom the hardest and the loudest. Uh, but instead, my country seems to be rolling over and um, uh, sticking their ass in the air. I think um, necessity of being on an island and actually into the point where they went, oh, we'll sack everybody in the NHS. And they went, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> so they had to go, okay, but we'll... Um, we won't do that. <laughs> and they had to pull back because France went, oh, we don't want you here. We've got, you know, and they're playing our own silly game. You're across the pond and you're playing your own silly game. So we're on the island and it just sort of worked in our favour there a bit. So it was a case of those that are in power want to try and hold on to it. So they act off for a while and waiting to see whatever else smoulders in the world. Because it is smouldering out there. I mean, it's it's not over. It's not over. Even if, um, even when, let's say when Trudeau get his comeuppance, when he gets his comeuppance, and when it filters south, and it's going to be the next crisis. Because Trudeau is that dumb. He hasn't realised that his face has been too prominent, too gobby, too much out there. And he's expendable, and he is history. He's got nowhere to go. The people don't want it, and the people behind him don't want him. He's got nowhere to run to now. He's a lap dog that's going to get his ass kicked. The thing is, though, with him, I, I'm not 100% sure on how the Canadian process works, uh, but from the, the bits that I understand, he's going to be in there for another four years. He was just re-elected uh, September of last year, so he's got uh, four there years. Must, there must be government ways of getting rid of him. Must be. 
I think that's what I thought too. But on the surface, for what I could find Close. yesterday, it was either they retire, they resign, uh, or they die in office. That was that was the way that they're removed. Well, my understanding. There's only one thing that can happen then. This is our Obi has a few boosters and dies in office. Yeah, I mean. Uh, that 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 is um one of the possibilities there. It really is. Um, yeah. Well, well, we can live in hope. I mean, no, I don't wish death on anybody. I mean, no matter what they've done, because that would be just stepping into their shoes. He needs to go. He needs to actually realize what he can get out of this. He's got to throw 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 the keys in and walk out the door and go. Okay, you sort it out because. He is just going to, he will just try and make it worse for two, three years. He's got nowhere to go. And uh, oh, excuse me, that mess you've got. I thought Biden would, I, I thought Senate wouldn't have put up with him for this long. Uh, majority that's, that's, of the Senate is Democrat. The majority but, of them are on board. But this is it. It's the lobbyists. It's not the people's. There's no government that belongs to the people now. They belong to the lobbyists, the people that are writing the checks. and. That is the scary thing now. That has been so obvious this time. Okay, we knew as people that they get their money. They obviously, yes, the lobbyists go in and the government give it, well, yeah, we'll give the jobs to whatever or we'll do this or the contracts go this way and whatever. But it has a sort of momentum where it's not too extreme. It has gone way off the scale. I mean, every country in the world is calls calling anybody that talks about them a racist, a Nazi, a this, a that, a whatever. Uh, excuse me. Uh, no, I like to think of myself as fairly open-minded. I just believe in choice. People have to have choice. Simple as that. Although they make the bad choice or the good choice, depending on whose point of view it is, it doesn't really matter. As long as they have the choice to make those mistakes, as one or the other person sees it. The choice of doing that is part of growing up, isn't it? Because no matter where you go in the world, different governments allow different things, depending on, and you learn about them when you go there. You might think, oh, you know, it, it, it's like it's, it's like a serious extreme of stupidity of a tourist. We've all become tourists on safari, and we're going to get out and pet the lion. Oh, look, there's a lion over there. Can I just misstroke? Yeah, off you go, mate. You know, the world has reached that level of complacency, softness, just so that the I don't know facade, that visage, that that well, it's 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 the sign of a decadent society where everybody's saying everything's okay and it's not. You're walking walking on this nice thin layer and you're going to fall through it sometime. It's, you can't avoid it. To to your point about uh, people being uh, smart enough to uh, pet the lion, if you will. Um, here in the states, there were we were watching a video off recording, um, uh, Johnny and I, of uh, a man on the street type video, and the guy was going around at, um, basically advocating for uh, uh, stopping Joe Rogan from uh, um, uh, hunting triceratops. Um, <laughs> the number of people that were like, yeah. Yeah, he should stop. That that's not fair to the animal. <laughs> they they it did not even register that the triceratops has it's been extinct for a very long time. Uh, uh, yeah, there was and only yeah, one oh, person. Yeah, yeah, hunt down the herbivore as well because it was a herbivorous animal as well. It wasn't even a meat eater. It wasn't even a nasty one. 
<laughs> yeah. And and just the number of people that didn't even comprehend that it was that Triceratops. Might. And he was wearing a shirt that had the picture of a Triceratops on it. Really? And it's like, I, I, I don't even, I, I can't. I, so to your point about decadence and everything. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is, I mean, well, no, this is they, basic they, stuff you learn in elementary school about Triceratops. You all had a friend that something. was the dinosaur guy. Need to belong to something. I mean, you look at your um, your, your social media. I mean, bless his heart, a lot fell off his ticket the other day, didn't it? It's X amount, a million, a billion, should I say. But they, they follow things on Facebook and they become part of it and they pass this message on, even though I'm sure they don't understand it. And if that isn't misinformation, God knows what is. If you're passing on Chinese whispers or passing on something you don't really understand, that's scary. But yeah, that's what they'll do. They probably left that bloke in the street and told somebody, hey, you want to sign? I've just signed up for something. You know, you know, this that Joe Rogan bloke. Yeah, I've heard about him. He's really, really, they said a lot of bad things about what he's spreading around on, you know, on his own bit of media. He should be shot down. Do you know he hunts Triceratops as well? And they're probably having a lovely conversation about this and he's giving it, okay, what have I started? <laughs> but yeah. It, it, well, I'm sure Rogan probably gets some fun emails now about him hunting oh, Triceratops yeah. and he'll have fun <laughs> with that one. But it, it's just, I, I hope there's someone in those those people's circle that is just like, uh, hold on a second, Triceratops? Come on now. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the case, if people are doing that. Yeah, you know. but we do. I mean, the kids nowadays, they look at YouTube. I mean, they might even get to a point with, yeah, that was a good prank. And they'll forget it. Kids on YouTube, they go around pranking each other. They see people pranking each other. They live for these things. And it's a very strange way of stuff. It's like if they have this soft cushion of not being told off, not being told they've done ever done anything wrong and it's never their fault, how easy of a life will they fit into of you can be happy if you don't own anything? It is a hell of a psychological tick. And it can, one they're, thing they're can lead there, you right though. down. Yeah, I know. They're, That's a scary thing. I, I, I have some uh, family that is like, uh, they want to essentially go to, to basically owning nothing or very little, going back to very, you know, um, they, they want to be self-sufficient to, though, but going to that kind of a lifestyle, which, you know, they, they want to do that. Uh, I'm, you know, all for that, whatever. Uh, but it, there's a lot of them that are like, it's just too much work. It's too much pay. Uh, it's too expensive. All that kind of stuff. They're not really. They're not really pushing forward. I, they're more interested in becoming some personality on YouTube or TikTok than they are becoming an engineer or 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 uh, you know a scientist or a teacher or a, a hell a plumber or an electrician. I mean, yeah. we need all those areas. But the, the kids are growing up to be. I want to be like so and so on YouTube or TikTok or uh, you know some. It, that that doesn't help society at all. Those are those are entertainment things. That's a fad that's going to be short lived. Well, this um, is it, isn't it? You, you can imagine the list list of first group of people, the first group of normal people go to Mars. Right? We've established, you know, a head here. We've we've established this 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 head here. We've got the engineers out there. Now we need a group of people to go to volunteer, and there'll be this list of yes, we'll um. You'll have to establish your own Wi-Fi. You'll have to establish your own computer system. Your Xbox isn't going to work out there. And they're just not going to get people to go at the younger generation. They're just not going to want to know. Because like you say, well, they're embedded in this format. They can't live without it. 
at the same time, there is a lot. If you look at, for example, SpaceX, if you've watched any of their launches or the preps for their launches, um, they're full of people that are like 20s, you know, 20s, 30s. I mean, there is loads of people out there that are interested in space travel, that oh, yeah, are definitely. interested in getting to Mars. But the number is far different than, for example, back in the day when we Very went to the moon, percentage. back in the back yeah. in the 60s, you, you had the entire world watching. When was the last time you watched a rocket launch now as a listener? Uh, I, um, I watched I, I, one fairly recently. I keep looking for it. I mean, it's like um, I always, as I grew up in that era, I always kept an eye on it. And I said to my other half, I said, the media will start talking about space or be ready for the next step when a magazine called All About Space comes out. So I'll do one. They've done all about this, all about that. And when that starts coming out, that means they're ready for the people and they've caught up um, and it came out and things started to talk and then it died off again. And then it died off again. I'm giving it God. And then I, I got this free subscription for it because my partner paid for it and I was just getting, and it was, it was excellent, excellent magazine. And one of the first things I did was go to my daughter's school library and went, I've got these magazines. Yeah. You want them. And bless her art. She went, yeah. Because the young lads and whatever could read them, whatever, and put it on a shelf. I went, oh, my God, this is really good. But generally, I just don't want to know. And it's not pushed by the media. It's going to happen. It's going to happen for a very small percentage of the human race. While everybody else, because they accept, you can't blame them. They want a, a quiet life because we, we're not a long lived race. They want a quiet life. They're quite happy going, doing the things and having the cars and doing whatever. And they're not interested. The majority of them aren't interested in frontiers and things like that. It's for someone else. Leave me alone. But that's led them to this point where of acceptability where they've accepted that they're not interested in what's going on in the rest of the world. And because that they've been enabled to segregate everybody in this media shutdown sort and that's why you get the rhetoric from the majority of the people in those countries saying well there isn't anything bad you know nothing, nothing bad's going on look because it's not there it's not available it is available if you want to go and look for it but they don't want to go and look for it and that is that's self-damning that is self-damning but there will be a small percentage of people that have to go spacex like you say is designed that is designed to get there I had one purpose and it's going one way or another that is going to happen yeah and it is i mean because i was up in that early area i that is something i find very sad because i'm not going to be part of it because it's for the generations to come i've had those wow moments looked up and you know and seen things going on and giving it wow you know and experiencing times where there weren't mobile phones everybody pushed the envelope and an incredibly crazy level to get anywhere and now they've got that science why aren't we there already that is the question yeah, yeah. why aren't we, we there already? we should have been there 20 years ago for sure in my oh, opinion yeah. well the, there was a big massive stop gap but things had to catch up but it's been ready a few years now and it still hasn't yeah. happened well and i i also want to know i haven't seen yet Who's the ones designing the habitats that's uh, going to be on Mars or any uh, any of the other, you know, the moon or whatever? There hasn't been much talk on who's creating the habitats. 
Um, it's only been really focused on SpaceX and what they're doing and how terrible and horrible Elon Musk is and whatnot. Because he posted <laughs> the habitats, some the habitats and things, and Taylor people meme. have been living in domes and actually. Oh yeah, I've seen the research on those. In, yeah, yeah. They've, been, they've been in those specifically closed environments. But once again, if they're kept separate, it's not going to happen. It's going to drag its heels because bringing things together, it's just going to be other unless you can uh, have to do everything. I, I did see a research paper here uh, two, three days ago. I, I read a paper on uh, some of the, re- they, they had a habitat that they were staying in, uh, one of the recent ones. And they're in Utah, I think it was, uh, or somewhere over that direction. Yeah, I know that that's, that's been going on indefinitely for quite a long time. It's all been smoldering under the surface, but it's bringing them together. It's bringing them together. In some respects, the nice thing, NASA has become more of a managerial point for private industry to focus and supply to. And it would be nice if they could just pull everything together. I mean, there are very capable countries in this world, but there's only, I'd say, three with the actual facilities. That'd be Russia, America, China. The, uh, yes. I mean, if, if even if you look at it, I mean, it's been bubbling under the surface so much that all different countries in the world have had these ideas of what type of ship they'd they were advocate for, whether it's India, even to the point of Iran and whatever. Everyone has been approached one way or another, you know, with all these designs and whatever. I mean, bless their hearts, even on the funny side of things, I do believe um, somebody was trying to sell rights for asteroids. You know, mining rights. Whoa, jump on that one. Yeah, that, that, that's the equivalent of selling a bridge to someone. It, it just doesn't. When you when you get into space, space is yeah. the wild west of the future. Yeah. You, 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 unless you can enforce what you say you bought, there's not going to be any stopping a corporation coming in and, and mining. Well, yeah, that. and if you land on an asteroid and somebody else is there, oh, can you please leave? It's not going to work, is it? No, it's not. Especially when the asteroid, the asteroids we're finding has uh, so much uh, platinum on the asteroid or gold or whatever, to oh, yeah. that it has more of a supply than the entirety of our own planet. Yeah, you're not going to be able to to push people off very well. So no, there's got to be um, a definite. Um, the, well, there, there aren't the the one rule is that Earth laws outside of Earth don't exist. That is the one agreement. That is the one agree. At the sphere of Earth, the rules of Earth don't exist. So no matter what, there's going to have to be agreements made and everything else. And yeah, but a new frontier is needed. I mean, messing the human race up and wasting our energy, messing each other around here, we should use that energy and redirect it in a positive way. Because you will get people that want to do it. I mean, one of the dark sides of creating a zero-asset culture and creating a whole two class lines of people that have nothing just so that you could abuse them and have these endless amount of collateral numbers just to get out in that frontier that isn't the way to approach things just because it's cheaper they'll do it just to avoid that unhappy life oh don't don't put people in misery to abuse them i mean they've proven that digital currency is can be abused, used, whatever, because it is just beyond what everybody can make in the world. Uh, the debt culture, 
has been created. It's just endless. So if you can juggle those numbers on such a scale in which they've been doing, people want to get out there. There'll be loads of them happy to go. There will be a certain number of them and whatever. Treat them right. If you treat people right, they work a lot harder and they stay healthier and they don't become a burden. Because eventually, if you create a crap society, it is going to be a burden and it will just spiral out of control. It's just ridiculous. And I, I think that is a kind of a happy note to end on because we are at time. <laughs> oh, I know. You guys did a fantastic Sorry. job. You guys did great. Johnny, you're back. Yeah, I've been here listening for about uh, for about the last half, but I didn't want to say anything. I've missed you. Yeah, I, I miss you. I miss you guys too. But uh, I, uh, I was in and out. Uh, I had the uh, had the monitors going, uh, and I was uh, I was listening to you guys. You guys did a uh, you guys did a great job. Uh, I did I did uh, put that in. I did hear it come across uh, while I was while I was in the other room. I was on another conference, uh, another conference call, and I uh, I did see that uh, I just see that Zot was arrested in downtown yeah. Ottawa. Yes, during yes. the yeah, uh, protest. I did, I, did, I did mention that, and I yeah. pulled up their YouTube channel. <laughs> And they do. They are live streaming right now. It's a a, a chick that's doing it for uh-huh. Zot, but uh, yeah. the guy that was doing it is yeah. Yeah, he's- I looked at him today. I looked at him today, and he was out in the snow saying, "I've got a new phone. I've got this. I've got this. Am I up and running?" That is the last thing I saw, and that was he must have got arrested during the show. Yeah, they they basically they went in today. The RCMPs went in today. They cordoned off the area. They created the uh, the no go zone, and they told all the journalists, "Get out of there, or we're going to arrest you too." And so they were just standing on the street corners, and I mean, swathes upon swathes of RCMPs and uh, and TAC police and everything else came in and just bulldozed all of them and just cuffed them all up. So they're not um, they're not even. You know, they're not even willing to uh, to let that to let the uh, the journalism side of it slide or anything like that. They're just grabbing everybody up. They don't care. I I, I hope keeping your pension is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm sitting there. and I'm, I'm, I'm watching all this stuff and I'm like, you know what? It's just a, it's all a distraction at the moment. Everything is a distraction yes. to take the focus off of what's going on in Canada. They dropped all the restrictions in Europe because they didn't want the Europeans to see what's going on in Canada. They didn't want that same type of a movement to catch on across Europe because you're still dealing with the restrictions. Oh, they've relaxed all of them, haven't they? As soon as the Canadians started to get that convoy rolling, they dropped all the restrictions in Europe. You notice that? Yeah, it's smoldering here, uh-huh. waiting to see what happens in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we were saying. That's what yeah. we were saying. That's exactly it's smoldering. It. Wait to see what happens in Canada because Trudeau gets his arse handed to him. The biggest worry they've got is that'll roll south. I think it will uh, roll south. I think his Canada days are... sorts itself out. US has to sort itself out. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think his his days are numbered now that he's done this. Uh, he doesn't have any support from any of the provincial governments anyway, let alone his own party. I mean, he's he's literally got cops out there thumping on people that are standing there waving Canadian flags. He has nowhere to run. He has nowhere to run. It's You're absolutely face. right. He's got nowhere he, to go. He, uh, exactly. He, he, won't, he hasn't got the support of those that used to back him. No. Because he's caused too much. He's failed. Yeah, he has. It was a great podcast, guys. You did a uh, did a wonderful job. I'm glad that I didn't actually have to be on this. See, you guys can do this without me. You don't need me around here for this. You, you don't need me here for That's this. quite right. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I will. No, you're, uh, right. you'll be, you're back in a fortnight, yes? To me? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. Depends. If if something else, you know what I'm like. If something yeah, yeah. raises its ugly head. Might be on before that. Fair enough. I will be on the next one with you. So thank you guys for being here this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure having you both on. I want to thank all of the listeners. Everyone have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you on Monday. If you're listening to us on Monday. Have a great evening, and we will see you tomorrow.